Show. I am Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. Today is Wednesday, July 19th. Did you know that? I did know that. <laughs> Wednesday, July 19th. Today is also Global Hug Your Kids Day. Why do we need a day? I mean, I guess some people aren't hugging their kids, and the kids are suffering because of the lack of hugs. Okay. Well, it's also National Hot Dog Day. Glizzies. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It is not. I don't understand this conspiracy people have started that a hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog just simply isn't a sandwich. It's its, its own thing. It's a hot dog. Well, because is a hamburger a sandwich? It's, it's sandwich adjacent, but it's not a sandwich. Is a hot dog sandwich adjacent? No, I don't know because a hot dog is like it's like it's it's, it's a, a weenie. It's like it's, it's whole so many things. <laughs> it's a weenie. You know what my theory is? What is your theory? Okay, for other sandwiches, mm-hmm. the bread can be used from multiple sandwiches. Yes. Whereas for a hot dog, there are hot dog buns are not used for anything other than hot dog buns. Exactly. So this is a hot dog mm-hmm. specific situation. It's its own category. Yeah. In its own race of its own. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of delirious today, guys. So uh, we'll see what happens. You didn't have a hot dog. I, you know what? Listen, <laughs> when you go to the movies and you're hungry, that's when you're like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going <laughs> to ravage my insides and eat a hot dog just so that I feel like I have had some level of sustenance. Mm-mm. But that's not happening because we're here doing a show. What do we got going on today? We're going to talk about the idea, you know, Carly Rae from um, from um, Alabama went missing and she was found. And a lot of people really want to know. What's her name? Carly Russell. What did I say? Carly Rae. Oh, <laughs> They're so similar. So similar. Uh, Carly nice. Russell of, of um, Alabama went missing last week, but was found. And there's still been some um, lack of details around her her discovery. And people really want to know, shit, do we really need to know what exactly happened? There's a big conversation online, so we're going to get into that on our show. I definitely have thoughts. Okay, okay, okay. Plus, just celebrities be expected to be leaders to show up on Black issues. We're going to talk about this Drake versus Ebro or Ebro versus Drake. Really Does know. it have to be versus... Yeah, I like a versus. Okay. I mean, I have the people versus. It's, it's in me competition. <laughs> and plus, okay. the Houston woman was detained in Dubai for something that she won't believe. So we're going to talk about that. But this first hour, we're going to talk about Donald Trump. And he's a target of a criminal probe surrounding the 2020 election. And we have our group chat topic. Would you get back with your ex? Short answer, no. But you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's more to talk about, as always. Well, right. Because it's not just would you get back with your ex. Mm-hmm. It's would you get back with your ex if they apologized. <sighs> And I have a lot of caveats. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. You know what to do. Check in with us uh, on wherever you get your podcasts if you want to catch the show that you missed. All right. Also, you can check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast debuted today wherever you get your podcast. Mm -hmm. Side effects of willful ignorance. It's a solo episode and I'm going off. All right. I'm going off. All right. We're going to go off because we got more show for you. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seals Show.
y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I am Jeremiah. I like the Bible. Jeremiah, can you drop us into some blanket news? I can do that. So you guys, former President Donald Trump said in his social media post that he's been informed by special counsel Jack Smith that he's a target of a criminal investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And this is a sign <laughs> that he may be charged by the special counsel. This is the statement that Trump dropped. He said, deranged Jack Smith, <laughs> the prosecutor with, with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter in parentheses again it was a Sunday night stating that I am the target all caps of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury which almost means an arrest and indictment <laughs> so a target letter from the uh, federal prosecutors to Trump makes it clear that the prosecutors are focused on the former president's action in an investigation into overturning the 2020 election and not just one not just those around him who tried to stop his election loss the irony of the, not the irony, but it's just the, the comedy of it to me is just like the bold assertion that you didn't try to do this. Yes. <laughs> like you're actually innocent. Like you literally <laughs> tried to do this. They just um, indicted 12 members of uh, 12 people in Georgia mm -hmm. who met in the basement of the GOP headquarters in Georgia and signed a false document as if it was real, stating that Donald Trump had won the election in Georgia. These folks, <laughs> everybody trying to go to jail, not just any jail, the feds. And the irony about that is that these are all the people who are like, back the blue, mm -hmm. back the blue, but not for us. Right. They'll be with the blue. But that also speaks to the reality that they really don't think that the cops are supposed to be for them. The cops mm -hmm. are supposed to protect them mm -hmm. from everybody else. Right. Right. They can do whatever they want, how they want. And there's no consequences. Do you think he's going to go to jail? Because I have a theory. Uh, I'm always like, it seems like there's so much evidence in trials. Like, how can you not go to jail? But then this is America. And it's like, they didn't want to, they didn't want to even um, um, sentence um, Richard Nixon and even Gerald Ford, like pardon him, like just to get over it. So America doesn't have a history of making white men accountable. So right. I don't, I want him to go to jail, but I don't know. I'm like, maybe, maybe, you know, we didn't think we have a black president. That happened. That happened. So Maybe. Ooh, what is your theory, though, about this uh, arrest and conviction and all of it? My theory is that he is going to get convicted. OK. Um, I think that there's going to be an inch like we're entering like a really like crazy time where like there's just going to be a lot of volcanic explosions of things like okay. it's like fascism. It's it's a conviction. Like I, I'm just curious about what's going to shake out. But I do mm -hmm. think in specifically to this, I think that he has, he is going to get convicted. And I think when he is convicted, he is going to flee and go to Russia. Not flee. F-L-E-E, -E, not to be confused with F-L-E-A of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the husband to my friend, Melody Asani. Okay. So that's what I think is going to happen. Do you think I'm bugging? Do you think I'm right? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I mean, we're not going to discuss do you think Trump is, like, innocent because right. we know that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. But do we think that he is going to actually pay the price? Is he going to pay the piper? Is he going to put on the jumpsuit? Is the jumpsuit. The jumpsuit. And that's what I want to see. Amanda Seals. I want to see him in a jumpsuit. A mugshot. Yes. I want to see him finally where he wants to be, where he's always wanted to be, in orange. Ooh. We'll be right back. More Black Hero News when we come back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.
It's the Amanda Seal Show, your favorite way to get through your day. Mm-hmm. That was a new one. That was. I was like, where is she going? I this? saw you like, oh, no, is she going to handle it? Uh, I'm Amanda Seals. <laughs> I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. We got more Black Hero News? We do, of course. So we're going to talk about this hour influencer and truck driver, Tierra Young. That's an interesting that, combination. Yeah. Um, Tierra Young Allen has been detained in Dubai after yelling during an altercation with a rental car company and charged with y'all screaming in public. Like that's the formal charge. Yes, screaming in public. The woman was in a friend's rental car when they got into an accident in Dubai. Her mother, Tina Baxter, said her daughter went to the rental car company to get her ID, credit card, and other items left in the rental car after the accident. And things escalated. She had been, she's been stuck in the U. Well, let's also note though, that there are things escalated because she was told that she had to pay a fee Right. To get her personal items from mm-hmm, the car. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get her. They were trying to get her. Trying to scan. And she wasn't playing with him. But since then, she's been stuck in the United Arab Emirates for two months now. And her family is terrified about her future. Authorities in Dubai have taken Alan's passport and placed her under a travel ban while investigating the incident. Ooh. So she is also possibly facing jail time. Mm-hmm. All for yelling. Screaming in public. Well, lock me up. Okay, <laughs> because I am guilty. But you know what? We wanted to talk about, first of all, this sucks for her. Yes. This is really whack. We mm-hmm. want to make sure that we make that clear. Like, we think this is really wild and just kind of also un like un- unfounded. Like, right. like the, I thought maybe we were like um, taking a name of it and calling it something else. And it's like, no, no, it's screaming in public. Right. I was like, oh, is it like public disturbance? <laughs> You're like, no, no, it's, scre- it's screaming in public. Raising your voice. Also remember, United Arab Emirates, Islam, mm-hmm. women, modesty, the whole thing. Yeah, like there's yeah, a lot of, there's yeah, a lot of rules. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Engagement. So we wanted to discuss, you know, if this law was actually implemented here in the U.S., uh-huh. like who would be on the most wanted list for screaming in public? Screaming most wanted. I mean, definitely at the top of the list is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Absolutely, she's going to jail day one. I wish I had a jail sound effect <laughs> right now. Clink. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's definitely in the bang under the jail. Mm-hmm. She's cutting out cardboard for shelves. Ooh, I don't think she's that skillful though. Um, she listen. I <laughs> she's from Georgia. I know that's very, a lot of crafty mm-hmm. craftsmen there. Mm-hmm. She 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 is crafty at coming up with actual BS. So maybe she can come up with something of substance. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, next up, we have Jocelyn. Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez is very proficient at yelling. <laughs> I think it's her normal tone. The comments I've ever seen Jocelyn was on The Real. You know what? And she's actually, she was actually funny on The Real. That's yeah. A, that's a, I was like, that's the well, same. Well, because she was actually real. Jocelyn? Oh, she was a little too real. Yeah, yeah. It was like, hold up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She was like, now y'all acting like you don't see that this is a white child when she was talking about Uh, Jackson's daughter. daughter. Funniest clip on the internet to yes. this day. Um, but you know, also Jocelyn, she's not only screaming, she might hit you while screaming. Yeah. She's, of, there's there's going to be like <laughs> a remix, you know? It's, it's, it's sauce on it. It's sauce be on a it. a list of charges going yes. on. Who else do you think is going to make this list of screaming in public and going to jail if, it's, if it was ever enacted in the United States? Well, New York in general, yeah. okay? 
New York in general. When you live in New York, you start here. This right. is you start here because also it's loud. Mm-hmm. Like New York as a city is loud, so like mm-hmm. that's the other reason why you're always yelling because you're like I'm yelling over. You're competing with the environment. I'm competing with just like this is. <laughs> You know, like right, that's just right. kind of the way it is. Mm. So New York in general, we're we're getting we're getting the whole the whole city, whole city on lockdown. Yeah, they just gonna make the whole island <laughs> a jail. Everybody's getting a ticket. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, definitely the Karens of the United States yes. of America. Because they first of all they're yelling in people's business. You're not minding your business. If you was minding your business, you wouldn't be yelling. They should get an extra charge of invasion of privacy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and harassment. And- Another list of charges. Listen. That's just, a whole jail block right there. Right there. Right Lock them up. Throw away the key. So those are our thoughts. <laughs> those are our thoughts. I'm very glad that that is not a law here, but the way things is going. <laughs> Listen, I'll <laughs> speak too soon. Marjorie might hit us right now and be like, we didn't get this on the books. Uh, and she'll yell it when she says she'll it. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back at the Amanda Seals show. What do you think about this? Uh, do you think this is kind of wild? Or do you, you know what a lot of people have been saying? Mm. That's why you need to know the law when you go to visit different places. Nobody is finding this one right. when you go to Dubai. But now we know when you go to Dubai, don't be yelling. Talk very soft. And we also have to remember that we got to share this information with each other, mm-hmm. right? Share this information. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Call me, call me, 1-855-AMANDA-8. And let me know your thoughts. Have you gone to Dubai? Did you like it? I wasn't a fan. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. It is time for a group chat topic. It is. So the question of the day is, would you accept an apology from your ex? Would it help you rekindle your relationship? Well, a man posted a message on social media saying this. I apologize to every woman that I dated before when, before I went to therapy last year and healed emotionally. I honestly didn't know I had childhood trauma that made me as detached as I became each time. I am so sorry. I didn't know better. I'm clear now. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Now, somebody said that to you, Amanda Seals. Are you accepting the apology? Are you running back in with open arms? Like, what's happening? I think you're just accepting the apology. I mean, I don't think that's also... I don't feel like that apology is also like... The door is Hit open. me up. <laughs> I've unblocked everybody. Right, right. So I think there's that. I think there's also something to be said for the fact that um, it feels good to see people like cross over a bridge Mm -hmm. and be able to see themselves in a new way like I don't believe in the whole like people don't change Mm -hmm. I really do believe that people can change people can evolve it's simply just a matter of choice and effort so that's the thing about the apology and if you're going to like accept it now (laughs) if someone's coming with the apology and can I get back in the mix that has a lot of asterisks and caveats a lot more work yeah because it can't just be a change of heart Mm -hmm. it needs to be a lifestyle change Mm -hmm. what was the contributing factor Mm -hmm. that or factors what were they that uh, you have acknowledged and Mm -hmm. since dealt with removed altered changed etc and I think a lot of times people don't really like want to admit that Mm -hmm. and so it keeps the actual move for forward movement from happening. I agree. They don't want to admit that like they have at least five different things going on that make them absolutely ridiculous as a person. 
And then you're like, okay, well, I see it. And then when they come back later and they can be like, okay, so I had to step away. Mm -hmm. But I saw all five of them. And this is what I did about them. And I think at the end of the day, that's what most people, and I know me, absolutely, are looking for in an apology. Here's the thing that you said is the issue. Mm -hmm. Here's my accountability in it. Mm -hmm. Here's the action-based, you know, kind of like the atonement, the restorative justice practices Mm -hmm. that I have in place to not put us through that again. Right. And I, but I think too, there's like a a timeline between realization like, oh, this is my problem and like fixing the behavior. Yeah. The behavior yeah, yeah. is like entrenched in your body. You've been doing it for so long. It's entrenched. It's entrenched. Even after you realize like, oh, I'm this way because of this, it's like, okay, now I have to actively undo this setting in my body. And it takes time before you're like, if you're somebody who used to just like snapping and yelling at people, it takes a long time before you're like, okay, that's not, that's my, uh, my uh, go-to, but what can I do differently? And it takes a, t- a beat to really like reset. Absolutely. Like it's not, it's not a flip of the switch, but mm-hmm. the other part of it is that, you know, you have to have a consciousness that expecting other people to be patient with that time mm-hmm. is like not realistic. Oh no, definitely. But I think bef- before you talk about let's get back together, you Take need that to time. be Take that time. further down that timeline. Not like I went to therapy today and now <laughs> I'm ready to get back well, together. Well, even him saying when I got went to therapy last year, right. I'm like, Pretty recent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty recent. Hit me up in like six moments, maybe. And we can go to get a coffee. A coffee. You should check in. Maybe. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's, no Starbucks it, dates. <laughs> I think actually that's pretty safe. Okay. But nothing like by a beach. No. Nothing romantic. No. During the day. <laughs> yeah. During in the a loud day. Starbucks, New York Starbucks. <laughs> Where it's definitely like. So what have you been working on with therapy? <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, what would you do? Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Are you taking back someone who's apologized? Mm-hmm. What are your tent poles? What are your criteria for the get back? Let us know. 1-855-AMANDA-8. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for 60 Second Headlines. Ooh, Donald Trump is back in the show already because what? a Georgia court has rejected Trump's... McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Request to bar the state from prosecuting him over election dealings. Uh huh. <laughs> that sucks for him. He thought Georgia was going to have his back, but Georgia is not playing around, actually. I'm very surprised. Nope. Also, speaking of Georgia, former Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has been appointed to a new White House role. She's been appointed to the President's Export Council. Okay. I mean, honestly, she seemed like she was very, very about wanting to be on that Biden, like mm-hmm. just in the Biden mix. So I don't know what an export council do, but I'm glad for her sake that they imported her to it. <laughs> All right. Up next, Netflix is seeing progress on their crackdown passport, password sharing. Subscriptions are now up. This means nothing to me. I am on strike. <laughs> SAG AFTRA, Union Strong. <laughs> And lastly, we have a Yale psychiatrist argues that body cameras should be worn in hospitals to prevent violence, Amanda. I think this is really interesting because the medical violence, the term medical violence Mm -hmm. is very strong. And I'm just like, do are they speaking in terms of like the way that black women are consistently mistreated, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and undertreated in hospitals? Are we calling that medical violence or is it like actual like? I'm supposed to like inject you with this, but I'm about to beat you. Oh, not beat you. I don't know. That's crazy. Either way, I think the body cam of things is a is a necessity if especially if a if a hospital has like a consistent tradition of, you know, these reports, then I think it should be something that's put in place. All right, let's do it. I don't know who's gonna be watching the cams though. <laughs> You know, that's the thing. With that 60 second headlines, y'all. 60 second headlines. We got more show for you when we get back. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
Wednesday. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, we have got a whole show for you. We do. Happy birthday to Riley Curry. Happy birthday, Riley Curry. Her father is our big up today. Really? Yes. What'd he do? Nothing having to do with basketball. Okay. Well, I gotta wait. We gotta wait to find out. Gotta wait to find out. All right. All right. We also gotta wait to find out why a Yale psychiatrist is arguing that body cam should be worn in a hospital to prevent medical violence. We were gonna, we talked about this on 30 second headlines. And I was just, uh, sorry, I two second. I told y'all. So just (laughs) for those of you who have just joined, I have not really eaten much today. And so your girl's like a little off, a little off. So just bear with me. But uh, we talked about this in 60 second headlines. And I was like, you know, we need to expound. Yes, yes. Big story. Plus, (laughs) we go talk about why Idris Elba did not want to be the next James Bond. Yawn. (laughs) And we have the big up let down. We already know big up is going to Steph Curry. So stay tuned to find out why. Yes. And remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts and don't forget to tune into my small doses podcast side effects of willful ignorance yeah because we know we see quite a bit of that (laughs) in the nation these days all right so we're gonna get into all of that and more so don't go anywhere keep it like right here the amanda seal show and uh we'll get like your news popping
I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right, let's get into some Black Heart News. All right, so Amanda Joy Calhoun, a psychiatry resident at the Yale School of Medicine, believes that doctors and medical staff should be required to wear body camera equipment to prevent racism and medical malpractice happening to Black patients. She argued this in a new article called what if doctors wore body cameras? Whether doctors would be held accountable for medical neg- negligence if body camera footage were present to film in unprofessional interactions with their black patients. She says she's witnessed a number of atrocities that have happened to black people. So she on the front lines trying to make things change, Amanda Seals. You know, doctors like cops is like a very perfected, I mean, it's a very protected profession in, mm-hmm. in the sense that we, as an American society, I think give them kind of like an in... Um, like a uh, immunity, <laughs> uh-huh. um, no pun intended, but we give them, you know, sort of like this immunity that they can't do wrong, which right. is wild because we've seen innumerable <laughs> stories and examples of doctors doing absolutely terrible things uh-huh. and being terrible people. But I think there is something about when people know that they're being watched, they act different. They own it. They own it. They're checking them scapels twice. My mom was talking about, you know, her doctor and she was just telling me how like she actually really loves her new doctor because it's the first time that she feels like it's a doctor who's really like thinking, Mm. um, like really thinking out the box about like what could be going on. And it's actually been like very helpful. And it's like, that sucks that this is the first time in a very, very long time that you feel like you have that from a physician because you would think Mm. that's part for the course. But I just know that we have continuously said that Black folks is not getting the treatment that they should from physicians. And uh, we keep screaming it. Mm-hmm. And folks are still like, uh, I don't know. Well, Amanda has talked about her, not this Amanda, guys, the, the one who wrote the article. Uh, I was article. like, what have I talked about? <laughs> the one who wrote the article. She talked about how like she's seen black patients unnecessarily um, physically restrained. She said, I have stood oh, in the emergency wow. department as a black teenager died from a gunshot wound while white staff chuckled saying it's just another, another criminal. Um, oh wow! So it, it goes beyond just like medical malpractice, like she mentioned, just like overt racism and unprofessional interactions um, with people, people that need help. Canada, mm-hmm. everybody wearing a camera. The nurses, the the person that check you in, the, the person that check you in the hospital. Striper. Sometimes it's a little do need a body cam. I'm like, are you here to help me or because this is real like bouncer at the club trying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing to keep him crying because that is so real because it really is like, what are what do you think I want from you other than help? Right. I did not come here on a Saturday night for fun. Nope. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a mask on. I'm not trying to stick you up. (laughs) I know there's nothing in the register. All right, y'all. Well, what do you think? Uh, What do you want to see body cams in the hospitals? Do you feel like if you see that though, does it take away from you feeling like you're in a safe place? Like the privacy of it all. Yeah. The HIPAA. Yeah. Yeah. Some people already do be lying to their doctors. So now you're like, well, actually, how many partners did you have? Actually, one. Yeah. I'm a virgin. I don't have any partners. <laughs> I pray. I pray. That's what. What, a- what brings you here today? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Uh, well, hit us up, 1855-MANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. We got more show for you. Keep it locked right here to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. 
In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, y'all. See Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right. We got more Black Red News for you. Yes. We're going to talk about Idris Elba because he said he didn't want the role of James Bond because all of the back and forth about him being the first Black 007. He said he was initially super complimented when the speculation emerged that he might be the the next Bond. However, after enduring racist backlash from people that oppose a Black man playing the suave spy... Elba began to, you know, go sour around the world. He said he was like, this is crazy because James Bond, we're all actors and we understand that a row is one of the most coveted roles and being asked to be James Bond is like, okay, you sort of reached the pinnacle, but due to the massive popularity of the franchise and the cultural significance of the um, Bond character, he added those one of the things that the whole world has a vote in. Essentially, he was compliment. He was took it as a huge compliment. But he didn't like the idea of everything being a spectacle around race and being, becoming a racial issue. Him being a black bond. <sighs> Yawn. <laughs> I mean, this is the second time that I've seen like an Idris Elba story where he was just being like, I don't want to, um, I just don't want to have like race associated with me as an actor. Mm-hmm. And you know what we're talking about right now, there's a SAG actor, there's an actor strike going on in the U.S., People are definitely as a part of the Screen Actors Guild saying that we want to have like fair wages. We want to have like our likeness, you know, and our compensation for um, AI. We want all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's that. And then there's also being black as an actor. Right. Right. So like that's the thing that I feel like we need as many black actors who are of higher echelon to stand on Mm -hmm. and to be proud of and to also keep pushing the envelope on. Because whether or not Idris Elba considers himself a black actor, (laughs) baby, everybody else considers you a black actor. That is true. So I don't understand the whole like just delusion. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I also think it's wild that he doesn't want to do this movie because I don't know about you, but I don't feel like I've seen any good Idris Elba movies. Ever? Recently, there was the one with the lion. Oh, yeah, he is. I never saw that movie. I think he's in some type of show on a place that streams things where he's like on a plane. It's like being hijacked. What? And then like he was in the last time I saw him in a movie where he was like acting, acting was about like the child soldiers. And he was the like evil um, like warlord. 
But like, if you really think about it, like the show Luther was really where he got, like where he got off on mm-hmm. the acting of things. But like, think about it. And also The Wire. But- right. The last time I seen Idris Elba, he was in a music video rapping. That's why I'm like, when was the last what? he was in a music video rapping? Why? He was in London with, in, with the Black Brits spitting bars after seeing this video. Okay. <laughs> That's last, my last recollection of him being on like a video. That's why I'm like, when's the last time? Then it goes to like Daddy's Little Girls, which is a, which is a Tyler Perry movie. So it's like, mm. right. Which is also weird. Like, how you not trying to be a black actor and using a Tyler Perry movie? Child, that's what, that's these... very black, <laughs> very black. I get the idea of like, I don't want to be pigeonholed, but mm-hmm. you, you're already pigeonholed. So how about you at least like stick a fist in the air and punch your way out? And you better get this franchise role and get these multiple movie deals. Come on, some because I'm black. I'm be the proud black 007. With my black suit in 12 movies like The Fast and Furious. Yes, I am there with you. <laughs> Anywho, what do you all think? One eight five five man 8 Would you like to have seen Idris Elba as the Black Bond? Any ideas of who we could have as a Black James Bond instead? Instead? Oh, well, the person I was going to say can't do it. Um, were you going to say Jamie Foxx or were you going to say Homeboy who is currently under investigation? But that's so many people. Uh, but Jonathan Majors, I was thinking Jonathan. That's Majors. who I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there are a lot of pending investigations out here. Man. Touché. <laughs> um, um, I think about that more. What about the guy Yaya? Oh yeah, people love him. He was Candyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People love him. And he's also like got the like a, a a presence. Yes. Yes. That's true. And he's one who has like the the the, the maturity and like the suaveness. Of, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That square jaw vibe. I mean, I think Denzel could have did it once upon a time. What's about time he absolutely could have done it? Yeah. Could have killed it, actually. Mm-hmm. I bet he would have been like, I don't want to be the black, the black bun. He no. would have been right over there with his British leading accent. Leading with something. That's <laughs> what he would have been. He would have been over there leading with something. Exactly. Actually, with the British accent of things, I would still I still think she would tell Edgy for. Or if we're going for a young bond, mm-hmm. snow falls over. Damson got oh, yeah. time. Go ahead, Damson. And he just got robbed, so he need to get that money back. <laughs> Y'all, it's the Amanda Steele Show. We'll, we'll be right back. The Amanda Steele Show. We are. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. And uh, it's time for your big up let down, Amanda. Is it? It is. Mm. The time has come. All right. Big up, big up. Let down. Hey, y'all. Today's big up, big up. Now, y'all know I hate announcing a black first. Yes, you do. However, this one was actually trippy because of the way that the first was attained. Okay. And it was with such black flair and just dopeness mm-hmm. in a field that be trying to really box us out mm-hmm. that I got to get to him. All right, let's do it. Y'all, NBA star Steph Curry won a celebrity golf tournament on the 18th hole at Lake Tahoe. 
It's the 2023 American Century Championship Celebrity Golf Tournament. And he is the first black person in the entire history of this event, 34 years, that has won the event. He won it with a hole in one. Oh. Which is like so on brand for Steph Curry, right? right? Like, I just love that he's so on brand. So the hole in one earned him eight points. And I'm going to use golf talk right now. So people who understand, I hope you enjoy it. Okay. And the Eagle earned him six points as Curry became the first active athlete to win the ACC since the NFL's Al Del Greco in 2000. I believe an Eagle is one under par or one over par. I, I think a birdie. I think a birdie is like one <laughs> under par, and an eagle's one over par. Let's let's see. Nonetheless, I just thought it was really dope that he won with the hole in one because I know that there were people there that were like, <sighs> this basketball player with his uh, this, light eyes. There you go. This black basketball player. Okay, actually, I was wrong. An eagle in golf means a score two under par. Which do you know what par is? I don't. Par is how many strokes that it has been designated to get into the hole. Okay. So like, they'll be like, this hole requires, I don't know, four strokes. Right. And so you're trying to either match that Mm -hmm. or get under that. Right. And so whatever you get over that, like those are your points that you're like adding, I think maybe you're losing, but that's what par is. Okay. So that's when people say subpar. Ah. It has something to do with that. When I play mini golf next time, be like, (laughs) Doing par. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, our let down goes to the fact that we are in 2023 still celebrating first black things. <laughs> I can't stand it. I don't like it. I actually hate it. It really is just a really big foolish ah, it just I don't understand how we have been here this whole time. Mm. This whole time. And it's like for it to take 34 years for a black person to win this, I wonder like were we invited every year? Right. Who did they invite? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it blacks that can actually play golf? Or was it just like, you know, sometimes you'd be like, oh, I'm rich now. I'm supposed to play golf, but right, you don't actually right. know what you're doing. Nonetheless, y'all know again that I don't like reporting a black first, but I love that Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, won this with a hole in one. I mean, that is mwah. You got to let that. All right. That's our big up let down coming up next. We're going to take your phone calls because we want to hear from you and we want to know what's on your mind. I also love when you call us about things I learned this week. So if you learned something, think about it. Give me a call. Also, um, we're still getting calls on Sexy Red. Really? Yeah. Sexy Red going to a high school or middle school. Actually, she went to a high school like on a weekend. It, it's, it's a very convoluted situation, yes, yes. but people have a lot of very clear thoughts on it. So we're going to get into it when we get back to the phone lines at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And we always love that you guys call us because our phone lines are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I always like to hear from y'all, like I said. So call us up if you're listening and comment on any of our topics. So we've been getting people on the line talking about Sexy Red. We talked about her going to high school yesterday in the controversy. Let's talk to Trina. Hey, Trina, what's on your mind? I feel like, um, well, so I'm commenting on that Sexy Red thing. I just feel like that 
uh, it's very unprofessional, and I get it, the, the proud that she bring or whatever may be, but it is a high school. It is a professional setting, supposedly be. And, like, okay, whether she was giving out haircuts, giving out money, whatever the case may be, I mean, you still have to be professional about it. Like, come on now, we, we know you ratchet. Like, come on, let's get it together. <laughs> like, they're kids. Like, come on now. I feel that, I feel that. You know what she mentioned? Just like, it's a professional setting. I think I, I actually like forgot about that part. Like aside from the fact that it's like a school setting, mm-hmm. it's a, it's supposed to be a place of learning. It's also a professional setting yes. for the adults there. This is their job. So. Maybe she should have wore a, a blazer. She came <laughs> in a French row. That would have got her together. Six red in a French row and a blazer. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> she already wears the glasses. <laughs> So that's all she need for the kid. <laughs> all right. Let's go back to the phone line and talk to Lisa in Texas. Hey, Lisa, how do you feel about Sexy Red going to the high school? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't think it was cool for sixth grade to go up to nobody high school to give kids money to glorify. I don't think kids need to be glorifying who. They need to be glorifying somebody like J. Cole. Seeing somebody in there that, that can motivate them to do right things in life. Period. Anybody that give your child money be like, oh yeah, they good. No, my baby don't need that money. He good. Yo, that's how I feel. She, you bring a really, really, really great point to this conversation because the whole thing about like when you're giving a kid money, like mm-hmm. I've seen. My mom was actually like has issue with this, and I remember there's this movie called. Um, what is the movie called? Spanglish okay. with uh, yeah, Adam, Sandler. Adam Sandler. Incredible movie. It's one of my favorites. But in the movie, his his like maid mm-hmm. and her daughter come to like the beach with them for summer. And the daughter ends up like finding like more sea glass than the other daughters. Mm-hmm. And so she's supposed to like win money. And so she ends up getting like this bunch of money. And there's, her mother like flips out on Adam Sandler. And it's like, do not give my child money really and so you know there's like a real conversation around that like well why not like he was like the child she earned it like this was the rules and she earned it and he was she was like no i don't want her getting money from you you are my employer Mm -hmm. and you're giving her money in a personal way it's not it's it's blurring the lines i think what this sister is talking about and i think is actually really valid is the fact that the way sexy red earns her money she thinks may perhaps not be the best role model for the kids okay that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Well, we got one more call, Amanda. Oh, we, we do. We're going to talk Shish. to Ray in Chicago. What's up, Ray? What's up, Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible? This is Ray from Chicago again. So I'm calling about the sexy red topic. So I think y'all are being a little bit prudish. Now, Amanda, you and I are, you know, more or less the same age. And we know that if juvenile... <laughs> Amen. For the 99 and the 2000, we would have been litty, litty, lit. So I get it. But, you know, growing up in our generation, we know that there were some very inappropriate things. And we know that we would have been totally lit 
and on fire if Juvenile came and made a quote-unquote donation like Sexy Red. Love you guys and have an amazing day. Love you back. Well, baby, we're not talking about the kids. The kids kids are going to go up. They Mm -hmm. they hype. What we're talking about is as adults making the decisions have we made the best decision mm-hmm. in this situation? And yes, had Juvenile come to the school, I would have been turned <laughs> up and my mom would have had a problem. Actually, my mom wouldn't have had a problem, but I can see some other, other mothers being like, what was he in there rapping about? Mm-hmm. They had their shirts off. Not the shirts off. You know Cash Money ain't have a shirt on for like all of 1999. Well, any more calls? No, that's it. All right. We got a lot of thoughts though. Shout out to everybody. Lisa, Ray, Trina. I love y'all calling in. Y'all could be like them. Hit us up. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, what happened to Carly Russell, the woman in Alabama that had the entire internet getting focused on getting her back from whoever abduct- abducted her? We're going to talk more about it when we get back. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. July 19th, 2020. It's a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. And um, so let me just also throw this out there before we get into like what we have coming up in Black Curtain News. I've seen a lot of people asking like, Amanda, what can we do to support the actor strike? Mm-hmm. And people are like, do we need to cancel our streamers? Like, do we need to, what do we need to do? No. <laughs> so it's become like so like prevalent that people uh-huh. are having to like spread the word. No. And the big reason is because when you guys are watching the streamers, you are actually proving the point, uh-huh. which is that y'all don't got nothing without us giving you the content mm-hmm. to actually gain the money. Mm-hmm. So the people are watching because of what we do. Right. And so it actually is continuing. So there may be even argument to say watch more. But okay. at some point, I feel like there if this drags on long enough, that's going to be the play a card. Right everybody canceling but for now for now just to let y'all know no you don't um if you're in la though one way that you can support the strike you can come on out and strike okay so go to the sagafter.com website and it tells you where the different uh picket lines are and you don't have to be sag to join the picket line with sag and you'll probably end up meeting like some of your favorite actors okay put your marching shoes on yes okay put your marching shoes (laughs) on so they also can go to your youtube i heard you dropped a new vlog yesterday vlog yesterday uh-huh. but why can they go to that for the strike well no like they want to support, support oh yeah maybe yeah. support artists support because sagging have uh, not sag but uh these studios and these mm-hmm. producers they ain't had nothing to do with what we're doing over there at amanda seals tv so check it out we got the latest well the first episode of amanda on the move my vlog series i've never liked that word <laughs> blog <laughs> not to be confused with blog it's too close right it's too close it's a derivative Anywho, we got more show for you. What do we got for Blackheart News? Coming up, we're going to talk about Carly Russell. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, um, the young lady who went missing in Alabama. And there's a lot of specula- speculation and discussion around. Do we need a full explanation about what really happened to her since she's been um, found safe? We're going to talk about that. Plus, Ebro had a hot take on Drake. And we want to ask the question, do enough of our Black artists show up for our issues? Is it their responsibility? And it's cookout season. So, we're going to give y'all some, you know, cookout tips, some playlists for y'all barbecues this summer. So, stay locked in. All right, you know what it is. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Remember, if you have missed any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And you can check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcasts. Today, the newest episode uh, was released, and it is side effects of willful ignorance. Some of y'all may not know, like, what is actually willful ignorance? Well, we see it demonstrated with the Republicans on a daily basis, uh, but we'll get into it on a much more deeper level. So make sure you check that out. We got more show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. Let's jump into some Black Earth news. All right. So, you guys, as people rejoice about the safe return of the Black woman who went missing two days for two days in Alabama, Carly Russell, a large debate has broken out on social media on whether the public is entitled to know what exactly happened to her. So, if you guys didn't know, Carly Russell called 911 on Thursday night to report she saw a toddler walking alongside a busy highway in the city of Hoover before informing her family that she was stopping to secure the child's safety. But the 25-year-old and aspiring nurse was on the phone with her family. They say the last thing they heard was a shriek before she disappeared for 48 hours. Um, Fortunately, she was returned home safe. But now people have questions, Amanda. They want to know what happened in these 48 hours and why don't we know about it? But I think, okay, so the real question is, do we have a, like, right? Are we entitled to know what happened in the 48 hours (laughs) to bring her to safety? I have like two sides to this because okay. on one side I'm like e- uh, yes mm-hmm. 
um, I'll get to why I say yes. And then on the other side, I feel like it doesn't need to be like immediate, like let the girl like settle back in. Right. You know what I mean? Like she just got home. I think people definitely expect like that. They're going to get a call from her. Like, right. like we're all on a text chat. Mm-hmm. The thing about it for me in terms of why we all have a right to ask for it is because unlike the Jamie Foxx situation where he did not put out the news about like whatever happened to him himself. Mm-hmm. Like his publicist mm-hmm. didn't like, it was something that like was leaked leaked or whatever. This is a scenario where like they really rallied everybody. Mm-hmm. They rallied the people. And we know that black people, we take it personally. Yes. Okay. That's why people will never forgive Jesse Smollett because <laughs> they was like, I am riding mm-hmm. and it feels like betrayal when you ride and then you were taken for a ride. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really like, okay, we, 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 we got to know, we deserve to know. It's just a matter of when, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I'm conflicted about this. Cause part okay. of me feels like the internet just loves, like, part of me feels like the internet doesn't really care in general. Like they don't have true emotional investment in this scenario. I think there are people who are like, I shared it. I'm happy you're safe. And that's all I care about. But uh-huh. I think there are people who are just like, that probably didn't share. That probably wasn't really in. They went on a, on the ground in Hoover looking for her, but they just want to know because they feel like I, I I started reading about this story, so now I need to know how it ended, um, in a more salacious way. If that makes sense. But I do feel right. like there is a level of you want to want to make you. It's just so many missing pieces of the story. I think that's also why people want to know. Like there there's a part there's a people who are like this this happened, but then this happened. I'm unclear how we got from point A to point B. And I was like to know just for my for my peace of mind to know that uh, this wasn't just shenanigans on the Internet, because a lot of times there are shenanigans, unfortunately, when it comes to um, people going missing. And just like these um, these acts. Hoax. Yeah. Hoaxes. Yeah. What would y'all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Do you think that as the people mm-hmm. we have a right to even ask or demand like, Hey, Hey, like, let us know. Or is it, listen, you did your job. It was selflessness. Mm -hmm. That's what you needed to do. And now you are, your job is done. (laughs) My job is done. Clock out. (laughs) Clock out. Hit us up. 1-855-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more black hair news coming up next. Ebro radio personality. Ebro call Drake out. We're going to tell you why. And uh, we want to hear from you if you feel like it was legit, justified here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Nancy. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Thank you for going along with the energy that I set right there. Uh, let's get into the next Black Hero News story. I find this one pretty saucy. Yes, because radio personality Ebro recently spoke out about Drake, and he had this to say about the Toronto-based rapper. I don't know how I feel about Drake, who has never shown up. And y'all know I'm the biggest Drake fan on this show. Drake has never shown up to have anything to say about anything going on in society with black folks or anything other than himself. So why are you in your feelings about it and taking shots at a song? It was that, like five years late. Like the song came out, what, 18, 19? Yeah, but I think the Childish Gambino interview just happened a few months ago. So it's yeah, still so relevant it's in that context. because he addressed it right okay. But I don't know. It, it didn't actually happen. Nothing actually happened. Right. Amanda. I mean, he had some, he was very passionate about that, about his. He was always passionate. <laughs> But he really felt like, you know, Drake never shows up for black issues, even though he's this juggernaut of an artist, of a black artist in hip hop. Here's the thing. Um, I feel like this is a recent, maybe not for Ebro, but just in general, I feel like it's a recent expectation mm-hmm. for celebs. Like, don't get me wrong. People have always wanted celebs to be like role models. Or remember when Nelly was like, I didn't sign up to be a role model. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, actually, you kind of did. Uh, you, you, society is what's making you pop in. So mm-hmm. this is what you do. Even to get Charles back. Barkley at one point. Yes. <laughs> and now Charles Barkley's as a side note is the, the last few things I've heard Charles Barkley say or do were both really impressive. Okay. So I don't know what corner he's turning in his twilight years, but I like it. Um, I just feel like we are now entering into like a really crisis phase in this country. We're mm. seeing the rollback of so many rights and civil liberties that people have expressed and experienced for such a long time that we are going to need to pull. Sorry, we are going to need to pull from a different pool of folks in order to really get the word out, in order to really lift up and level up. And when we have someone that not only has Drake's platform, it has Drake's money. Mm-hmm then we see in him an opportunity to really like actually challenge like these these issues yes. and not just be a part of them. The thing about it though is this, and I'm not necessarily speaking for Drake, but ultimately a lot of these cats are capitalists. Yeah, about the bag. And so the bag is going to take precedent over anything that could possibly like puncture mm-hmm. the bag. Mm-hmm. And that's a, just a real truth. I mean, Jay-Z does stuff with his money. I feel like he makes a point of doing some impactful work as uh, creative, also as, a, as you know, with charities and philanthropy. But as we know, ultimately, though, he about the bag. Getting that bag. He's about paid that in full. Paid in full. I think to your point, I think to um, we're in a different era of, of the world. We need new things yeah. for people around us. And I think we talked about earlier yesterday's show about Sexy Ray going to the high school. We had college today. Just how like kids love like these rappers. Hip hop is the biggest genre in the world. And someone like Drake really um, speaking out about things that are important. Not just, I'm not something just even in the music. In the music, I would love to see that. But just in society through social you see this younger generation connecting to those people and really, you know, using it as a light as far as like what to do going forward. Like, okay, well, Drake said it. Drake made it cool. Let me let me get on my uh, yeah. on my Zoom, as they say on the internet. I gotta get on your Zoom. I gotta get on your Zoom. That's what they say? Yes, yeah, a metaphor. I'll explain it to you later. Okay. Um, but you know, you know, like around like voting, like, you know, being um, civilly engaged about knowing your yes. rights. It's so, it's so many things black people we gotta know about. And if I think if our like big celebrities were to talk about them, like they like talk about everything else, we might be a little bit further along. Well, that's a good question. Though. I mean, not a good question, but that's another point though. Like Drake don't talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Like realistically, I don't feel like I have like a, a strong memory of Drake being vocal about literally anything. It's usually mm-hmm. the raps yeah. that he's speaking through. Yeah. And how somebody hurt him. 
and how he's upset. Now he paid for a girl's tuition at Georgia State once upon a time. Remember when I used to drive my car to come see you and then I would get there and you weren't as excited to see me as I was excited to see you. Like that's the vibe. Yes. Yes. But ultimately I feel like Drake as like a outspoken like person has mm-hmm. not been the case with anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, th- this is no shade to Drake. Some people don't have that much to say either. Listen, you know, and we need to let them be quiet. <laughs> don't have much to say and they should just not say anything. That's also a really important point because like Boosie. I wish he would stop talking. Please, please, sir. You don't have to speak. You don't have to speak. It's fine. We can just wipe ourselves down and keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. Just as I know, one time I was standing outside of BET in New York City and Boosie came up and he looked like very bothered. Uh-huh. And I didn't know him. Uh, I, I knew who he was, but I didn't know him. And he was like, uh, you got a phone. You got a phone. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> He's like, can I use your phone real quick? So I was like, I mean, okay, Boosty Badass. <laughs> so I gave him my phone and this man called somebody and launched into a tirade of cursing oh my God. that would have got him incarcerated in the United Arab Emirates for screaming <laughs> in public. And uh, and so he like cursed the shit out of somebody and then hung up and gave my phone back. Yeah, that's how I get my phone to people right there. Like, now they calling you like, no, put Boosty back on the phone. I'm at home. I'm at home. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, anywho. Well, I would love to hear from you guys. Give me up 1855-AMANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. Are there any celebrities that you feel like do a good job of speaking mm-hmm. out, like do a good job of actually using their platforms? I feel like Lizzo has definitely stepped into mm-hmm. that light. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not a black celebrity, but uh, this Haley Williams from Paramore, she's yes. not playing around. Give me up. And also, speaking of Charles Barkley, like literally the other day, he was like, Budweiser should be able to put whoever they want on their, on their cans. Right, and right. if y'all have a problem gay people F you and I was like okay Chuck hey Charles Barkley when we get back what's a cookout without the right music nothing just a trip to the park we're gonna get it right when we get back cause me and Jeremiah are gonna hit y'all with our cookout playlist at the Amanda Seal Show keep it locked the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show it's Amanda Seals it's Jeremiah like the bible and it's time to head to the cookout Mm mm-hmm all right. Now it's cookout season. Yesterday, we talked about some things that you got to have right for the cookout. You yes. know, you got to have your line dance moves. You got to be ready for the games. Mm-hmm. Do not try and learn Spain's at the cookout. <laughs> Make sure you do your own Googles, your own YouTube university for spades before uh-huh. you arrive. Um, the food has to be right, clothes, etc. But if the music ain't right, well, baby, then what are we really doing? You ain't doing nothing. You just outside in the heat. And on the grass. Uh-huh. Itchy. Yeah. Kids running around. Looking at a a man in mandals (laughs) at the grill. So me and Jeremiah wanted to give y'all some of our favorite cookout tunes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So make sure that you're there with the right music. Yes, yes. So I'm going to start with number one for me. Okay. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, sorry. Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Uh, Summertime. Okay. Like that song, it's just, they did a really great job because it sounds like Summertime and I will always associate it with Summertime. Of course, it samples Cooling the Gangs, Summer Madness. I didn't know that. You didn't know it samples Summer Madness? I didn't know it sampled things. Oh my gosh. Mm Summer Madness. We gotta go check it out then. Okay. okay. All right. So that's my first one. What's yours? Um, Love Ballad by LCD. Um, so sung by Jeffrey Osborne. It just has like a classicness to it. I like a good. I feel like cookouts. 
I, I want to feel like I'm, I'm like Southern, but like in <laughs> the 70s. <laughs> I agreed. Agreed. Because also we would love to see a Soul Train line happen. Yes, yes. Which is why my third song is any Michael Jackson. Ah. Any Michael Jackson, yes, really. Yes. I mean, for the most part, we want to stick to uh, Off the Wall and mm-hmm, Thriller. Mm-hmm. But you can throw in and remember the time. No one's yeah. going to be upset. Yeah. I was gonna be upset. Some later joints, because those songs have like grooves. So you like, like a groove, a yes, little vibe. There you go. The new music got too much bump. It's too much happening. It's too much happening, or there's not enough happening. Right. Okay, my next song. I have to do this because of the new line dance, but can't get enough by Tamia. I love that song in general. But okay, okay. I mean, I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna sit out the dance. Right, right, right. I'm gonna just have my cup. YouTube University. <laughs> yeah. But I actually like that song so much, and it's like a, a mid 2000s song, so it's like new. But, but Tamia, it still has like that um, that soulfulness to it that yes. I think you need. Well, speaking of soulfulness, for me, so I actually learned about this song way after it had come out, but there was like a cookout in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and they started playing this song and people were like dancing in the street and then it started raining and it was like, it just like matched the vibe. <laughs> what in the fame is going on? Raphael Sadiq, Sky, Can You Feel Me? Never felt this way before, but the feeling that you give me, I just can't ignore. You're my joy. Listen, I wake up to this song. Like, this is literally my alarm clock song. Oh. Just the chords, the vibe. Also, Raphael Sadiq is a whole genius and doesn't mm-hmm. get nearly the props that he should be getting for just the incredible, like, canon he has. But when I saw it there, I'm like, oh, that's a cookout. That's a song for the cookout. That's going to get people up. It just feels like happiness. Right, right. Um, My last one is... Baby, baby, baby. Ooh. By TLC. Because again, it has that groove, but it's soft, but it's still fun. It's I fun. I so much love it. I love Baby Baby. I haven't listened to Baby Baby in a while. Good yes. song, good song. I went like a whole, I'll like the whole TLC discography like two weeks ago. Okay. Like every album just going through. <laughs> just got into mm-hmm. it. All right. Um, For me, I'm going to close it with two classics. Okay. First of all, we got to have Luther. Never too much, never too much, never too much, never too much. Like, we're all in it. Yeah. Look at look at how quick. Like, your yeah. shoulders just, you couldn't even stop it. Can't do it. And you're hearing a dashiki today, you was mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, what are we going to hit him with? We got to hit him with. Like, it's just, it's just what it is. I can't, y'all don't be mad at me. These are the rules. Mm -hmm. These are the rules of the game. So shout out to everybody who's going to be heading to a cookout this summer. And I hope that me and Jeremiah's playlists are are helping you keep the people in the groove. The cookout DJs, you're very important. Don't mess it up. Cookout DJs are very, very important. And they know that. And also don't ask for requests. Oh, they don't like that. (laughs) We'll be right back to the Amanda Steele Show to take your calls. Don't go anywhere. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Wednesday. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. They call me Amanda Seals. And if you missed anything in the show so far, be sure to check out our daily podcast available where you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking y'all phone calls on topics. We really want to hear from y'all on the on the things you learned this week, any of our topics. Plus, call us at 1855-AMANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. So let's go to the phone line and talk to Keys. Yesterday, we talked about the new over-the-counter birth control pill that's been FDA approved and Mm -hmm. Keys has something to say about it. What's up, Keys? How do you feel? I feel like with the new birth control that they're going to come out with, it's just another excuse for them to regulate our pregnancy because say we keep getting pregnant after this, they're just going to keep coming up with, well, you had birth control. You didn't have to go to a doctor. You didn't have to have insurance. You didn't have to do this. And we don't have to get rid of your pregnancy. Keys said... I got one for you. <laughs> Plot twist. Dang, Keys. You ain't wrong. That actually sounds real accurate. Very. Mm. See, you got to watch America, Amanda. Yeah. Because they'll do something. You're like, okay. And then they hit you with something else. You're like, whoa. Uh-huh. I didn't see that coming. Gotcha, man. <laughs> yes. And it's also like, the, it always feels like there's, when we're finding out about something, mm-hmm. it's like six steps into a pipeline towards yes. something else yes. that we don't know about. All right. So, you know what, Keys, thank you for really awakening us to that reality because I had definitely gotten a little comfortable in that uh-huh. moment, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep my head on swivel. I'm going to keep my head on swivel. Any more calls? No, that's all. We had Keys talking about that birth control. Make sure y'all take your birth control today, y'all. Yes. Don't don't miss it. Um, Jeremiah, what, don't, what do you know about birth control? I don't know. It's a pill. Or it could be like a shot. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of girls I know were upset because it made them gain weight. That's what I know about it. And yes. it prevents pregnancy. I <laughs> definitely in college. I didn't get a freshman 15. I got a sophomore 16 ah. because I was on the pill. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. And they also have like IUDs. Yes. They have Norplant. Um, which used to be like a thing that they put in your arm. Mm-hmm. But the IUD is something that they insert into your actual, like it like sits on your cervix and it mm-hmm. like sends out like, go away, go away, sperms, go away. Oh. Yeah. It's real. I don't know what I thought. I, it was not, I was not thinking that. That's well, very scientific. It is very scientific. And it's also when they actually plant it, it. <laughs> so I had the big idea that I was going to get IUD. Okay. And when I went for the procedure, and she tried to plant it. I have never ah, like it. Just I just got PTSD. I just got PTSD. You, you heard that? Somebody I just got in the car got PTSD too. The level of pain was something I had never experienced really in my life. And when she, it stopped immediately when she stopped trying. Mm-hmm. So then your brain tells you like, wasn't that bad? Right. You wasn't that bad. It's one of those things like that very moment. It's like what is going on? But then it subsides. So then she's like, let's try again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I left there walking funny because I was like, I I feel like I had put my body through trauma. But you didn't walk away with a baby, and that was that was that was the plan all along. <laughs> no, I walked away with a prescription for the pill. <laughs> That's what I walked away with. Like, no, forget it. Forget That's it. What I walked Write away me a with. prescription. Well, we got more show for you. We're not out of here yet, y'all. We got politicians say the darndest thing coming up as well as 60 second headlines and your big up let down. Remember, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts and you can call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we up, we up, we up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn and give you the word of the day. All right, let's do it. So the word of the day is glom. Not to be confused with glam. Okay. Or glum. Okay. Glom. G-L-O-M. It is a verb. Okay. Oh, a verb. I was thinking adjective. Glom. To... To be, um, to fill the room with despair, to glom. That actually feels like a real, like that's almost like onomatopoeia. Like the word glom feels like gloomy, right? Mm -hmm. right? Or like a blob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're incorrect. Uh, You're incorrect. Actually, to glom is referring to taking something for your own use. Okay. Becoming strongly attached to someone or something, but in like a biting kind of way. So it's not like, so that's why the word taking is important. Because it's like you're actually like thieving. So it's kind of like riding someone's coattails. Okay. Gotcha. So in a sentence, it's like, oh, this MC is used for glomming other MC's raps. I mean, they be doing it out here, y'all. They really be doing it. Stay watchful. Stay watchful. <laughs> stay focused. To my, on uh, Friday, on Friday, we were going to actually play a game to see if you guys stayed watchful about these words. All right. Ooh. All right. What do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have Paulie said the darndest. Wait, actually, we have the smartest things today, Amanda. Because Ooh. wait till we hear what Attorney General Keith Ellison said about... <laughs> Clarence Thomas. Um, also, we have 60 second headlines in case you missed it. Plus, your big up let down. I believe it has something to do with your boy Steph Curry and his light eyes. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and his and his golf swing. Oh, okay. So we'll get into that. Ain't got nothing to do with basketball. At all. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up 1855-Manda8. That's 1855-262-6328. You can also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See you, man, Seal Show.
It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. And it is time for... Politicians say the smartest things. All right, all right. So, y'all, today we have 59-year-old Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. He went viral this week in part because of how he compared U.S. <laughs> US Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to uh, a, a, a infamous character, I shall say. Let's take a look. Well, Clarence Thomas, um, all you got is anybody who's watched the movie Django, just watch Stephen and you see Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is a, it has decided that his best personal interest is siding with the powerful and the, and the, in the, in this, the special interests and regardless as to who they're going to hurt. He's like, I'm looking out for me and I don't care nothing about you. And, but I'm on the Supreme Court, so it's my job to look out for you. So he's abdicating his responsibility. He has abdicated a long time ago. When he got on the off, when he got in office, he was this way. He's this way now. Maybe he's worse now. So Clarence Thomas needs to be impeached. Clarence Thomas is illegitimate and has no basis in the job that he's in. And it's a lesson to us as African Americans. Mm. What is the lesson? We all thought. Well, he's a black man raised in the deep south. He knows what racism, segregation is. He knows what affirmative action is. He's going to come around one day. Understand that it's not a matter of pigment. It's a matter. It's not what's on your skin. It's what's in your mind. Mm-hmm. There you have it. In your mind, Amanda Seals. He said we all thought, and I just want to clarify, Anita Hill did not <laughs> think that. She actually really tried to shut us down. You yeah. know who else tried to shut us down? Who? Rosa Parks. She did. Rosa Parks wrote a letter saying, ah, 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 this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't like this guy. No. Mm-hmm. Thurgood, Marsha. Everybody was just like, you know what? Maybe. maybe no, Thurgood. He was replacing Thurgood. Right, 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 right. Thurgood had passed away. And so he was replacing him. They're like, well, this black guy should be able to fill in the shoes of no. the other black guy. Literally the, the exact opposite no. of all blackness. And, uh, you know. It's just, it's just a sad state of affairs that these folks live so long. And people, to uh, the, the attorney general's point about Clarence Thomas, people who choose the side of the oppressor or the powers that be in any in any scenario, mm-hmm. they don't like y'all. If they do it to one person, <laughs> they go do it to you. They you, right now you're just useful to them. When you're no longer useful, they gonna flip the script on you too, baby. I just think it's sad because it really feels to me just like. Okay, not mental health because y'all love to throw <laughs> mental health in. It just feels like this is a scenario where someone's insecurity just be, ate them from the inside out. And it's still eating you. All right, well, we shout out to that brother because he was saying the things. Right, come on, AG. <laughs> All right, y'all, we got more show for you. We got six second headlines as your well as your big up let down. So make sure you stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are.
time to get on out of here, Jeremiah. Left the Bible. All right, let's do it. So what do we got going on? We talked about a lot today, Amanda. We did. We, we talked did. about the Houston woman who was being detained, unfortunately, in Dubai for screaming in public, y'all. She's facing jail time for yelling. Yelling. Raising her voice. Literally, like, yelling. And she had a right to yell, honestly. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you what that's about. I would have been yelling about that, too. <laughs> um, we also talked about in our group chat, would you go back to an ex they apologize? Like, is it worth it to flip that thing down and reverse it? I cannot picture you yelling. Really? I, like, I can't. Like, I can't picture you mad. Really? No. I try not to be mad. That's why I just like to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> keep I mean, it that's chill, a great way to chill. be. Um, but people do piss me off a lot. A lot. And you just be like, you know what? Jesus. Uh, we also talk about a Yale, Yale psychiatrist who believes that medical professionals should be wearing body cams because y'all are acting crazy when it comes to these um, black patients and treating them unjustly and unprofessional. But don't worry about Idris Elba because he don't want to be the black James <laughs> So they might, need, they might need a body cam for him if he goes to the hospital. <laughs> All of that and more. Also, we gave you our uh, cookout playlist. We did. Like selections. Mm -hmm. All right. So look out for that. If you miss any of the show, you can catch it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Also, my podcast, Small Doses, just debuted a new episode. You know, we do that every Wednesday. Side effects of willful ignorance. If you want to watch the episode, it'll debut tomorrow on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Remember to stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and keep them calls and comments coming in. 1-855-AMANDA-8 is the number. 1-855-262-6328 Our lines are open 24-7 You can call us with you know your thoughts on anything we've talked about You can call us asking for advice You can call us telling us what you've learned this week So that I can play your calls On Friday when we talk about Things I learned this week Yeah And if you want to sing the jingle when you call in you know I'm not going to shut you down Alright well coming up on Thursday's show We'll have another round of 60 second headlines And it's group chat day We're going to talk about dating Like who should pay when you go on a date well, Let's talk about black owned business like, are we way too critical of our black-owned businesses and our faith most likely to with Jeremiah like the Bible? All of that and more is happening right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we Come on now, stop playing. All right, let's go. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show.